Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Four Radio Land Radio. I'm joined by my co-host here. Sandy. Yeah, how's it going? How's it going, man? Good old chaps. sporty morning today when we're on the radio waves. Looking at the weather today, it's cloudy and, and rainy. And I do say, it sounds a little bit like you're speaking inside a can. Yes, well, that's what old Zach, radio take the can off your mouth. Oh, Zach, take the oh, can right, off your yeah. mouth. We're on the radio. Oh, yes. Now hey, that's a lot better. The audio quality got massively better once I yeah. removed it the can. It almost sounds like what I believe the 21st century's audio quality would be like. Yay, yeah. wow. This film but came <laughs> out 25 years ago. <laughs> yeah, that's... Acting what... like it came out 85 years ago. <laughs> no... But it's a film that came out 25 years ago that has like an, a like 50 sort of jokes. Okay, you're right. Okay, Ben. <laughs> Everyone knows the best jokes are the one you have to explain Absolutely. to the audience. Look, he's come back. Our first return guest and he's yeah. already yeah. <laughs> trying to make changes. Trying you're right. It's based in 1939. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom! Research. Yeah. Slash general awareness of time periods. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Uh, so hi Sandra, hi hello. Ben, how hello. are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing alright. Before we get any further into oh. this conversation, Whoa. it's oldie but a goodie. We review films <laughs> from 1994 <laughs> in the order they came out Best in. Best intro. It's the second last week of October, this film came out then in 94, that's the podcast. And then we rate them all your goodies, that's the title. Alright, continue. <laughs> yeah, cool, yeah, I'm doing alright. Excellent, how that's you, good to how hear Ben. doing? Well, I keep getting interrupted by this co-host with his wanting to do intros and <laughs> having good audio quality and all this garbage. So, so when, you, the... when you say interrupted, you mean contributing to yes. his own podcast? Correct. That is exactly <laughs> what I mean. Yes. Sweet. Oh, uh, dear. I'm glad we're on the same page. Um, yep. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> what a good start to the episode Woo! Boom um, yep. So Ben, you're back because you watched this film Around the same time that we recorded the wolf episode Yeah, yeah. that's right and, and it was like completely coincidental I, I just watched it because it had the radio in it mm. uh, And I was, I don't know I wanted to see it for a while And then it turns out it was from 1994 um, yeah, and uh, uh, and yeah. then I couldn't find a copy of it anywhere, and yeah. I was like, Ben, mm. do you have a copy of it? I and you basically do. said yes, but I have to come on the episode. Yep, don't try and make me <laughs> some kind of. Whoa, okay, there's two different sides to this story. This is some sort of mystery in Ooh. the podcast. Yeah. Ooh. So speaking of which, <laughs> Zach, you chose to do this episode yes. as well, amongst a bunch of other choices. You had. Bullets Over Broadway, uh, the Woody yep. Allen film about gangsters versus playwrights, I think. It's pretty good, but it's also it's by Woody Allen, so yeah. I don't know if we can talk about it anymore. <laughs> We've also got Love Affair, which, oh, coming off the back of Woody Allen. Uh, it's, an, it's, it's, a, it's an erotic romantic drama. So. Yep. Yay! Zach's my favourite f- genre? Yes, my favourite genre. And then there was The Puppet Masters, which if you Google it, it chances are it'll come up with The Puppet Master uh, about killer puppets. Uh-huh. Yes. But The Puppet Masters is about mind-controlling aliens and Donald Sutherland's in it. Whoa. <laughs> so not too far from... Sounds like <laughs> Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yes. The yeah. remake from 1978 uh, with Donald Sutherland and mm. uh, aliens. Yes. I don't think you actually see the aliens in this one, though. Uh, huh. It's more just, like, people sweating a lot, and you're yeah. like, oh, there's probably yeah. an alien in there. Right. Well, in- <laughs> Invasion of That's- the Body Snatchers, uh, you also... Well, you kind of see the aliens, but they're plants, mm. and and, mm. and then you see just people sweating a lot, and you're like, yeah. oh, they're actually not sweating a lot, because they're emotional. Anyway. So if you sweat a lot, you have an alien controlling you, is Absolutely. what I'm getting. Absolutely. Gotcha. That's it, yeah. But, but it was, like, beads of sweat. 
Not oh. you're just wet. Right. It's yeah, like particular yeah. beads. Particular yeah, beads. Yeah. The moisture just sticks to you for Al- some reason. Almost like someone sprayed you with water before <laughs> filming. Did the you same. watch this film? No. Are you making this up right now? No. Okay. Because we may be doing a bonus episode oh, on it. Yes. Maybe. Whoa. Uh, that's for future to know. Because we're totally um, not backing this up because I'm going to Queensland. Yes. <laughs> that's nice. definitely what? not what's happening. What? <laughs> this film was, was released October 21st in 94. So Radio Land Murders. Yes, Radio Land Murders, not Papa Masters. Although they probably were were both released on the same day. Uh, This film was directed by Mel Smith. I would say best known for 97's the ultimate disaster movie, Bean. Bean, oh yeah. Uh. He He also directed The Tall Guy, um, which was uh, criminally underrated. Uh, Uh It's a romantic comedy with Jeff Goldblum and Emma Thompson. Oh, now I'm interested. And uh, (laughs) Rowan Atkinson's in it as well. Nice. Uh, He plays an absolute terrible person. Okay. Nice. Uh, And it's just really, really funny and really, really warm as a comedy. Okay. Uh, And I liked it a lot. The the tall tall, guy. The tall guy. Played by Jeff Goldblum, who um, is, is basically, in the film, he's in a double act with... Rowan At- well, he's, he's like a support cast member in a, a comedy show by Rowan Atkinson and he's and Rowan Atkinson's quite short so he's the tall guy okay yeah <laughs> nice that's fun that's good anyway yeah he's well, also in The Princess Bride yes he played yeah. the, alba- the albino yes. in The Princess Bride huh. this film's got a story by and producing credit from George Lucas who's that um, yeah, who who is George okay. Lucas? So he did he did American Graffiti, best yeah. known uh, for American Graffiti. Yes. American Graffiti. Yes. What's what's that? Um, so when you go out onto the streets with like a spray can or something, yes. and uh, but specifically in the oh, USA, oh he was right. Um, so he yes, just went out the, on the, the street. Street art. Street yes. art. Yeah, yes. he was the street so art. He did street art. So he originally wrote this in 1978, was aiming for Steve Martin and Cindy Williams to play the the, the leads, which would have been fun. But basically, mm. production hell, because Universal mm. was like, this is expensive, and mm. no. Mm. Um, so what happened was he proved to Universal that through the magical art of CGI, uh-huh. it would be mm. cheaper to make, and they went, yeah, okay. So, so, so he went out and he made films about, like, literally set in space, to prove that it wasn't expensive making a film set in a concert hall. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. I, I mean, he made a point. It's, mm-hmm. not, it's not a bad point. It's true. He got this film made. Yeah. yeah. So there if you anything, go. thank you, Star Wars, for leading <laughs> Radioland <laughs> <Yes>. murders. <laughs> um, he worked on it with a few writers, including Gloria Katz, who were also involved with American Graffiti, the oh. first Star Wars, Temple of Doom, and most importantly, Howard the Duck, which I would say is very similar to this movie. <laughs> I love Brian Benben's name. Yes, Brian Benben. Ben, what do you think of Brian Benben's um, name? I think it's good, good. Yep. <laughs> nice. He plays Give it um, two goodies. He plays Roger Henderson, who I guess is the main character. Yes, he's, he's I, yeah. like the, the central anchoring character, perhaps. Yeah, which really—that's um, yeah. my main negative. Was why really? is this guy the main character? Hmm? He's great. Is, nah. that, is it because is it because you haven't seen him in anything else? I think it's because I—it's just the whole like slapstick thing. Uh, yeah, it was was so was so overdone, and it wasn't like done with like the first like Naked Gun. The slapstick in that—it's way more finessed. Mm. With, with this, this is it's just, just mad, like this is just madcap though. I guess it is just yeah. madcap. Yeah, I don't know. Which is not not your cup of tea, perhaps. Mm. Or just I don't your know. Maybe not. Cup of tea. I thought he was great, but anyway, sorry. No, no, no. We'll get into my opinion of this film later. Um, but he's probably best known for Dark Angel in 1990 and a sitcom called Dream On that the director did an episode on. Mary Stuart Masterson yep. is is Penny Henderson. Henderson. Yep. Um, she's from Some Kind of Wonderful yep. okay. uh, in 87, okay. Immediate Family. Also directed mm. a film called The Cake Eaters in oh. 2007. Huh. Do you like um, eating cake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, which is good. Uh, I have she, eaten she, cake before. She took a break but returned to the screen in uh, 2017 with As You Are and the most recent Skin, which oh, the, I haven't seen. The but one I've heard, with Jamie Bell. Yeah, which I've heard oh. good things about. Um, so she's in that, so that's good. Okay. I don't want to take a shot at every other film we've watched so far, but a lot of the female roles have been a lot lesser Mm. than this one. It felt like she was a character and (laughs) not tagged in because they needed to have a female to be like... 
Look, there, there's a lot of female characters in other movies that aren't characters. Sharon Stone sh- last week. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, two Whoa, weeks ago. What? But, but yeah. yeah. Is she the production assistant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the production at, at assistant the start, at yeah. the start. And then, it, and yeah. Halfway through, halfway gets, through promoted. gets promoted to the head of the station. Yeah, yeah. Which like is yeah. Uh, we've also got Michael Lerner as Lieutenant Cross. He's a Cross Lieutenant. Ah. Nice, <laughs> nice work. Um, he's an Oscar-nominated performer from uh, the Coen Brothers Button Fink, yeah. which he's really good in. He's in Elf. He's in Days of Future Past. He's in Glee. He's, he's done everything. He's also yeah. in um, heaps and heaps of other films from ni- from '94. This so, was like one of his biggest years. Yeah. Well, there you so, go. Good on him. Good on him for the year of Michael Lerner. But if you go on his Wikipedia page, there isn't a picture of him. Oh, wow! Just sad. Yeah, that's rude. Okay, speaking of names, Stephen Togolowski is the sound engineer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's from Memento and Groundhog Day. He's pretty popular. You've also got mm. Back to the Future's Christopher Lloyd doing sound effects. He's yeah. So good. It was so good. He's so great. Just his, like, wild eyes as he's, like, <laughs> smashing a melon or something. Oh, yeah. So, because he, he does. Is his name, like, Zoltan or something? Yeah, I think yeah. it is Zoltan. Um, which is probably the same name as the. Uh, the machine that turns the the kid big and Tom Hanks is big. Yep. I think it's called Zoltan. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Fun fact. Uh, I don't know if that's... Uh, it just sounds <laughs> no, like, I will take it as Sounds like fact. it could be. But he... Because he, so, he was doing like the live foley, like the live practical sound effects. Yes. By taking objects and, and, and mm. hitting yeah, them yeah, and yeah. Like the, crushing them and, and, and all sorts of things. Like at the start they mention like a kitchen sink or something and oh, yeah. he drops like all these pots and pans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thunder with the wobble board. And yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I love that because sound engineering is just a really fun thing that I mm. did. It's so silly some oh, of the noises absolutely. they oh, yeah. but it, it was great because he was like in this separate room <laughs> yes. separate to everyone else just in a room full of just w- wacky objects yeah. Yeah, yeah. he would hit against the microphones yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as the cues were coming in mm. sometimes live yeah, yeah yeah he's doing live sound effects yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just great it's, it's just good. great and um, kind of similar to Samuel L. Jackson's role in Fresh, mm. how long do you think it did take for him to film this? Because he didn't really interact with any of the other cast much. Probably like a, like a day. Yeah, probably. There was, at one point, the bellboy came in and ran oh, into that's, him. That's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. So maybe um, a day and a half. I think he looks yeah. off stage <laughs> at some point as well. Like he's off stage oh, yeah. looking in. Yeah. Something. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. It's pretty quick. Christopher Lloyd. There is Anita Morris as Claudette. Uh, award-winning Broadway performer. Uh, this was her final her final ever film role. She died in March of 94 after a very, very long battle with cancer. Oh. Um, so this was her final credit, and uh, mm. and she's good in this. Yeah. It's also Dylan Baker as one of the cops. You probably know him as Kurt Connor from Spider-Man 2 and 3, the guy who was meant to be the lizard, but they never actually did it. Right. <laughs> because they were scared. Yep. Um, Ned Beatty. Okay. Who yep. plays, like, the head of the... Uh, the head of the radio. Um, yep. mm-hmm. He was in Deliverance. He was in Network. Uh, he's a really good actor. Um, Jeffrey Tambor was in this as that guy's son. Oh, yes. Um, who has a toupee. Yeah, he's great. Uh, <laughs> probably best known for Arrested Development. Yeah. Um, he's yeah. also in a film called And Justice for All with Al Pacino, uh, which is a really terrific film. Um, Bobcat Goldthwaite is in this mm. film mm-hmm. in a minor role as like a, a, a one of the like the radio writers um, yeah. Bobcat Goldthwaite was like an alternative comedian in the 80s and 90s oh, directed yeah. uh, most recently directed uh, God Bless America and uh, World's Greatest Dad okay with Robin Williams I think that was it in terms of like other names that I yeah. had spotted yeah. there's probably some others oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so in many terms people. of cameos they also got in George Burns mm-hmm. who's like an old uh, American comedian they yeah. got him in to play an old American comedian yeah Whoa. the only 100 year old oh, comedian yeah. Yeah. the 100 year old <laughs> comedian oh yeah I remember that that was pretty um, great and then they also had in Rosemary Clooney who uh, is she was a like a American singer and actress, mm. um, and the aunt of George Clooney. Ah, mm. there you go. That's nice. So. Uh, it's got twenty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes, no. uh, and Oof. doesn't have a cinema score rating. So, Oof. it is like it hasn't been released quite that widely. Maybe yeah, not really. 
from what I could find, a lot of the critics were saying that uh, the slapstick stuff took away from the subtle parody that the film marketed itself as, mm. which I couldn't really find any trailers, so I can't confirm that. But, but that's huh. that's like saying you can't say that because you have to judge a film on on its own merits rather yeah, than yeah. what yes. people said it was going to be. Uh, but that can I mean, it can influence obviously. But... It, it influences people's perspective coming yeah. into it. Yeah, of mm. course. And like obviously, you should yeah. not have the outside influence no. and yeah. things, but it can affect it, and of course, it can thoroughly affect the uh, outcome of how well yeah. the film does yeah, and of all course. people even go to see it as well yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. I know we did a, another film yeah uh, this film has a 15 million dollar budget 15 million what do you think it made I probably like a third of that yeah You're lower than a third oh boy oh. a fifth Oh. One might say a fifteenth. Oh, what? Hang on. So it made one million dollars. <laughs> made one million dollars from a fifteen wow. million dollar budget. Yeah, wow. that's, that's unfortunate. <laughs> that's yeah. That can't deny you that. That's oh. definitely unfortunate. I don't know if it would have made that back on home release either because no. it's very hard to find. Yeah, right. So, yeah. Wow. Know, yeah. Wait. That's super bombed. All right. Well, let's jump into Radio Land Murders. Yes. Radio Land Murders. And I have to say, just before we start, okay. I was very sick on the weekend, which is when I watched this. Uh-huh. And so as I was watching this, my views of it may have been warped by the fact that I felt like I was dying. Uh-huh. Okay. But yeah. So so what you so you're saying that Zach that your review of this film is better than dying. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> All right. All Guaranteed right. that I can say. Honestly, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. No, I, yeah, no, it's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it opens with a shot of the antenna. Yep. But it's filmed in a way that it sort of felt like it was a space station, Whoa. I thought. Yeah. Ah, I disagree. Mainly because I saw George Lucas's name and then it opens with oh, the antenna right. and stars in the background. Oh, and I went, oh, I... is this radio station in space? <laughs> I didn't pick up on that. And then it wasn't, and that coloured your perception of the entire film. <laughs> yes, and then I was very disappointed. <laughs> I saw a radio station antenna and thought, well, that's a radio station mm. antenna. Mm. It was a good radio station antenna as well. <laughs> that, that, that it was. It, it looked spent three good. Talking about a radio station antenna. How long is this episode now? How's the font? The font's good. Yeah. No, well, we haven't what even was got the font? to Do the you know font. what the font was? No, the no. font's like halfway after this. Oh, okay. To be fair. Jesus. It opens up with, oh, and my note was, the lead is a production assistant trying to start a new radio station. Little did yes. I know uh-huh. that... The guy, the the husband asking her to reconsider the divorce was the actual lead mm-hmm. that I wrote down. Uh-huh. She was the lead at first, which yes. probably well, is. is why I'd I was say like, they're oh, co-leads. No. Yeah, they're gets, both leads. He gets yeah. like thirty percent more screen time than her, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, it's it's wow. like she gets more at the start, and that's he gets true. more at that's the true. end. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because yeah, because he ends up being the one who's trying to find out who the, the, who the, the murderer is. The Moiders. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. we follow her for most of the. Like that first time of the film, because she she's kind of because she's so deeply rooted in the like the production side of the yep. radio, she's kind of like our in to the way that mm, the radio yeah. station world works. And he's our uh, out. Yeah, <laughs> yes. exactly. In that, I checked out. No. Uh, yeah. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> wow! Um, so, what is this radio station, Ben? So it's a. I, I'm <laughs> guessing it's like just like a fictional radio station. Is it a fictional radio station? It's yeah. a WBN. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's fictional. So yeah. it, it's a new radio station that that's just kind of trying to start up, and it's hosting this big launch concert mm-hmm. in a concert hall. Uh, well, in the radio music hall, um, mm. and they've got live performers and everything, and they're putting together a live radio broadcast. Yeah, live. Mm. It's basically run by a general. Yeah, yes. gen- which is great. Who's <laughs> really fun? He's a good Here's character. Iron General Soldiers, the- march to your stations. Up ra- ra- to your radio station. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, yeah. So this, the, he was played by Ned Beatty. It's, it's cool because you, you kind of like you get all of the like the the, the production people, the writers, mm. the the bosses, the sponsors, the performers, the audience, yeah. the uh like the, the messengers the they're all like very distinct characters yeah, yeah. Mm. which is great mm. it is very ensemble they need to rewrite a bunch of scripts because one of their main uh 
sponsors. Spon- sponsors. I think it's a sp- yeah. yeah. So they've got to they've got to rewrite a couple of these this, uh, scripts for the plays that they got. This on. this opening scene where where go through the radio has one of uh the t- the two lines I, I I wrote down. She has to be on top of things now, and he's like, I always liked you on top, and then it goes but on as we pass the sound guys, and it's like. Of things, of things. He didn't let me finish. <laughs> wow, that was good. Oh, yeah. God, and that that got me into the film at this point. Yeah. I was like, ah, this is the level of comedy I'm looking for. Perfect. I liked one where um where she uh, she's talking to um I think it's I think it's the guy with the toupee. I'm not entirely yeah sure. yeah, yeah yeah the director. Um, but he's like, um, don't pretend I don't know what's going on because I do know and now you know. And then she's like, listen, I don't know what you know, but I know that you don't know what you think you know. Um, because the stage designers married to oh, that's right. the main lead actress yeah. that they have who has banged everyone, apparently. I, for- <laughs> oh, yeah. I, for- I forgot that one of the subplots is just like, everyone's having an affair with yeah. With her, yes. Oh yeah, and that's the reason why the Hendersons are getting a the, divorce. The, that's uh, right. Is because he supposedly cheated on Penny with uh, with with this performer. Yeah. <laughs> what did she? She's a singer. In the yeah, film. yeah. She's yeah, like yeah. 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 She's a singer uh, in the their their lead star that they mm-hmm. have in there, yeah. who's a great singer and all that. Um, but the radio station launches and everything's going well until until. Bum, 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 bum. Um, someone a dies. Spooky yeah, someone voice dies. goes over the airways. Oh, that's right. Yeah, uh, and and says starts to speak in poems. Yes, yeah. about someone who like gives gives a message. Riddles. Portending doom. Uh, and then the trumpeter dies. Yep. Yeah, the trumpeter dies after taking a drink from a flask and containing rat poison. Whoa! <gasps> bum bum bum. <laughs> We find out it's rat poison because one of the do the drunk writers I picks it so. up to take a drink and he's like, "This is bad. This is rat poison." Yeah. Um, which is an interesting thing that he can identify <laughs> rat poison just by the smell. I forgot, and he's in like three scenes as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's no. all he does is tell yeah, you yeah, that yeah. it's rat poison. That's great. He's. I think that was Harvey Corman. It was good. I've got so many just like random quotes here. It's paprika. Paprika is the ingredient in my potato salad. <laughs> yes. The radio yeah. players are pretty fun as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got the black, uh, the black whip is the first oh, yeah, main one right. that we see. Yes, because they go through like all the all the different genres. There's like the uh, the house one, mm. the, 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 like the melodrama. There's the the, the adventure one. There's the the Mm. Jungle one, yeah. sci-fi one, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because because it's all happening live, it sort of in, infuses the whole thing with just this absolutely manic energy. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, everything yeah. has to happen right now. Yes, yeah. and they're also like they have fifteen minutes warning that they have to change the mm. entire script of like everything yeah. because the sponsor doesn't like it. Yeah, mm. um, and uh, and the runner boy he he accidentally mixes up a couple scripts during yes. the soap oh, opera oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they start reading out like this it was like an adventure script yes during a, a, a melodrama that's right yeah yeah the, the mum um, the, the, the mum is, is like, like calling the daughter an infidel <laughs> yes. that's she's right. like a a villain of the adventure story <laughs> but but like speaking it in in, in this sort of <laughs> yeah. American housewife accent which is just, just great she shoots the daughter mm. the sound effect plays with the gun sound effect and then she gets the actual script and is like it's oh like, that gun shock uh, it shook me out of a, the a gun dream shot. state in which I was <laughs> I was possessed by some incontemporal spirit but that gun shot suddenly brought me back dear it's all okay now <laughs> yes oh, that, that was, was great fun. that was really good yeah so <laughs> the plot uh, <laughs> they're trying to figure out where these like the voices, is the voices are coming from and so she goes up to investigate and of course followed by uh, the husband which is trying mm. to win her back mm-hmm. um, and they find another dead body Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is the general's son as oh, well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, "Well, we we gotta get the police involved." Right. So they yep. rock up and they don't think it's a murder. They think it's a suicide. Uh huh. Yep. 
But then someone else dies, mm. and was this around the point when they where they're like, hey, "Hang on, you've been at every single one of these <laughs> yes cause... murders. Uh, you do you have something to do with this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <clears throat> it's great because um, he picks up the flask which yeah, is dropped off yeah. the ground and gives it to one of his writers. Yeah. So it's like, why did you have the flask? And it was like, well, I just picked it, was it just up on the ground. Mm. Uh, and the toupee of the oh, yeah, the yeah, guy yeah. who dies falls on his head and so he pockets that for some reason (laughs) so he has that that's right Um, he just he just has all this incriminating evidence on him at every point yeah which is great the detective is quite suspicious of roger Um, i think this is when uh, they go underneath the stage yes because the stage stage is rotating and it's the stage designer's magnum opus that's right because because that was part of the performance Mm. you know it's kind of like this this madcap scene yeah so they go under the stage to try and fix it and Mm. uh the main stage guy he goes in there with Roger. Oh. Yes. And he gets stuck in the gears. Yes, he gets stuck right. in the gears and then he gets turned back on mysteriously and he gets uh, pulverized. So mm. that's good. Mm-hmm. Not More for reason him. as to why Roger might yeah, yeah, be yeah. the murderer. Again, yeah. at the scene of the crime. Yeah. Yes. But he's like, no, it wasn't me. It was Claudette, the singer. And uh, so yes. they arrest her. That's right. Yeah. Because also everyone's apparently been <laughs> having an affair. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then she admits that she was pretending to have an affair with him just mm. as a joke. Oh yeah, that was a plot. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And at that point, uh, he 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 gets to console a bit with his wife, mm. and it's like, hey, see, I told you it wasn't real. Yeah. Um, so while all this is going on, there's the runner boy, the bus boy, whatever you'd call uh, him. Yeah, the bellboy. The well, bellboy. Yeah, the... Uh, yeah. yeah. Who was... M- he was dressed like a bellboy. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, who was my guess for the murderer. Ah, same. Really? Same. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was mine as well. Um, just because he, he felt too good-natured. Well, I know. he remembered every no. single riddle, and that was why I went, ah, oh, oh, it's no, him. No, see, I thought, oh. I thought he was just, like, just too... Because he was... So he was a bellboy, but he was really eager to, like, be part of the show. Mm. And he was constantly trying to prove how talented and, and good he was. Yes, so he I, sounded I, too eager. Yeah, no, and I, I never picked him as the. As the yeah, player. which is fair because they they did a pretty good job of like Most making several people look yeah, like yeah, they yeah. could be the murderers. Like it's true. At some point, I was like, "Is Doc Brown the murderer?" Yeah. They made it like they masked the identity really, really well and led mm. you up. Very yeah, 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 yeah. different yeah. paths. Um, yes, so they try to like figure out what these mysterious voices, oh, yeah, yeah, riddles yeah. are, because yeah, they keep because yes. so, they keep coming on before every murder. Yeah, yes. yeah. And they keep uh, alluding to the method of murder. Yeah, yes. So they try to figure out who the next target is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, and they realize, oh, it sounds like it might be the announcer. Yeah, yes. And they rush over to where the announcer is, and the door's locked, and then he gets electrocuted. Yeah. And they're like, oh no, it looks like we did it. Uh, yeah, yes, exactly. because. He's once again at the scene of the crime. Yeah. And uh, so this is where, yeah, they they basically arrest 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 Roger. Yes, that's that's the one. And then two more people die. Mm. One from laughing gas and the other one falls down an elevator shaft. Yes. And then this is where Roger starts to try to escape from the police. He needs to go save the sponsor guy because... The next target was the general. Yes. So they moved the general out of the room, but the sponsor's still in that room. Mm. So, so now, yeah. now what you have is you have the radio broadcast, mm. which is trying to be kept uh, going and, and kept happening on schedule. Yeah. You have yes. the murders that are still happening, mm-hmm. which they're trying yes. to solve. Everyone's trying to solve. And then you also have Roger who's trying to avoid the police and solve the murders. Yeah. And, and continue writing because and, he's the oh, yeah. lead writer. That's right. He's also, he's also the head writer. So he has to come in and uh, try and fix the script. While he's while... evading the police, yeah. Yeah. fixing the script. Yeah. I love that. I, I will say the whole... 
I don't like slapstick very much. That bit I thought was probably the weakest part. Yeah, of the this film. was when I really started to get a little bit sick and annoyed of, uh, of the fun. film. Was yeah, when yeah, he was I trying to escape. yeah, maybe. I know. I, I thought it was fun. I thought it was actually fine for someone who really doesn't like slapstick. <laughs> yeah, and I was pretty okay with it. I really like uh, the advertisements for the radio station. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah they're funny because there's one where someone is dressed up as a penguin. And and this guy's like, you'll say goodbye to grime as sure as penguins say quack. And the penguin's like, but penguins don't say quack. <laughs> yes. well, what do they say? They say fit for a king. Yeah. <laughs> what? Like, what? Who wrote this? <laughs> then, well, it turns out they may be writing it on the fly. Um, <laughs> it was good. So Roger comes, who's been frantically writing. Uh, mm. behind the scenes uh, trying to escape the police then goes in on the like the banister at the top of the stage and mm. and, and sprinkles all of the all the pages of the script stop dropping yeah. Yeah. down from the and they frantically just yeah, grab yeah, yeah. those yeah. and continue on and this is during a play in which a caveman travels to the present yes. oh, so right. the the original concept is that it's just like this caveman story back in time but um while he's evading the police, he rewrites the script as it's time traveling uh-huh. to present day, uh, and then the, and then he solves the murder during the yeah, script. Yeah, that's right. Because he, he writes in trying to to reveal the culprit mm. during the the reading of the of the play. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Which yeah. is great. Ah, um, yeah, because so, because he's like desperately trying to prove his innocence. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but he can't like. Tell the police no, who it actually was they were, because they will arrest him, him yeah. and shoot him on sight because of various reasons they think he has a gun. He's also f- figured out who yes. the serial killer is by doing a bit of research before dropping the script down yeah. by looking at a I photograph. Love... He goes this he goes crazy. into like the back <laughs> yeah. room to find an old picture of this radio this older radio station. Yes. Because all the people who've been murdered worked have been at... people that mm. worked at the previous radio right, station. Right. So he's like, okay, there must be a connection here. Yep. And he finds this old n- newspaper thing, of right. course. Yes. And it has a picture of all of them and the last person who is the murderer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, who we don't see. No. no. But, but the explanation was something to do with like some kind of corporate ownership. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. This was this was a weird it was, plot it point. Was, yeah. yeah. I think the murders are well done, but yeah. the whodunit aspect of it... Uh, very undercooked. No, the, the who done it was fine. The why done it. The why done it. Yeah, the, the why, why done, done it. it yeah, is, yeah. yeah is really I, I liked the who done it. Yeah, obviously the why done it was. The how done it was great. The how done it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's re- revealed the killer is the sound engineer. Bump, bump. So, so yeah. So just to clarify, not. Christopher Lloyd's character, no. the sound designer, the like the sound technician. Yeah, yes. he's mixing everything. He's mixing everything and, and putting all the plugs where they should be. Yeah, yeah. and who's um, had like two lines this entire time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's the classic butler scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's always there. I also loved the scene where the actors are about to say the name mm. of who the thing is and it just flashes to random people like the old lady at the organ oh, yeah. and Doc uh, Brown yeah, yeah. and uh, the bellboy and it because it just goes through all these different characters which yeah, I thought was, was very funny that was kind of fun that, that's a final confrontation scene. The f- yeah so rooftop. he takes Penny <laughs> up to this workshop that he's got at the top of the antenna uh-huh. where he reveals that he invented television. That's right. Yep. <laughs> That's and, right. But those corporate dogs at radio suppressed it because they thought television could take over radio. That's right. Yeah. And then we get the whole radio will never die, which yeah. is, you know, because this film came out in the 90s uh-huh. where radio was was dying. Yeah. So, yeah. Especially um, in America as well, during the 90s. Yeah. And this film um, died as well. Anyway. Yep. Wow, wow. And then um, so did the sound technician who got shot yes. by a plane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Where did this plane come from? This guy. So, <laughs> the, the, the detective is like, I got to call for reinforcements. Because all throughout the film, he's constantly yes. calling for reinforcements. Yes. And he's like, one last time calling for reinforcements. We need escort. Yeah, so he apparently. calls in escort, and they just gun Max down, and he falls off the building. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. a very dramatic. Um... Yep. and then it basically ends with Penny and Roger being like, "Well, we, we, we won't get divorced," and everyone claps. Yeah, yeah, right. also live on air. Also, also live, on, live, on, live air. on air, which is great. 
And um, um, yeah, because that was a whole subplot. Then <laughs> yeah. to, like get back together or not get back together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That got cut short by the fact that he was a murderer for yeah. then a bit, mm. and then it's like, yeah, you're not a murderer. All right, let's get back together. And that is Radioland murders. Radioland yes. murders. Sandro, yep. you have a high praise for this film, I, I believe. I enjoyed elements of it, but yeah, like <laughs> when when it really became half an hour of Roger just trying to escape the police, mm-hmm. I just got tired and bored pretty much. I was just like, I I don't mind slapstick, but this this style of slapstick felt dated because I guess it's trying to like recreate yeah. the slapstick mm. of that time. Yeah, um, I liked it. Probably more than any other slapstick that we've watched. Mostly because there's like this whole slapstick thing that's happening over here. And there's the radio station. Mm. It like cuts to the radio station. Mm. It's like, okay, we don't have a script. What are we doing? There's like two things happening. And it's a- I feel like that's a good mix of it. Because constant slapstick would have probably got me off the film. Like Baby Stay On. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh... <laughs> One of Ben's favourites, yes. Baby's um, <laughs> Dunstan checks in. Probably the weaker part is some of the sure. slapstick, but I still enjoyed it. I, 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 I really know. liked all the radio stuff, because I'm a mm. massive fan of like that style of radio play, because I know that you are yeah. as well, Ben. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that. So I, I like, like the recreate. Like, it was very lovingly recreated, mm. Uh, mm. But with you know, with a brush of, of, of a little bit of parody and a little bit of yeah, kind yeah. of lampooning um, <laughs> it, just, I, I, it did quite a quite a decent job of juggling all of the disparate elements of yep. the story of the characters of the you know mixing up the the murder mystery with just the running of a mm. radio station and yeah the, yeah I, I don't know I thought it was pretty good it wasn't, yeah it wasn't fantastic but it, it was it yeah, was enjoyable yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think uh, ill received unjustly sure, sure. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I kind of want to see the version that they would have made in the 70s because I think oh, yeah. it might have been better, maybe. Possibly. Mm, perhaps. Possibly. But, but yeah, yeah, no. The, it the, would have just been the same, but it would have been different. But with Steve Martin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And different, yeah, different people playing. Mm. I don't know. I, I think maybe it would have been perhaps like they would have gotten someone else to direct it. They would yeah, have had a, true. You know, so, true. someone. Yeah. It would have been maybe closer to like a Mel Brooksy kind of thing, maybe yeah. closer to like a yeah, yeah, like as you said, Naked Gun, maybe mm-hmm. yeah, perhaps. All we can do is speculate, speculate, and I can speculate that I really enjoyed this film. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I, I was entertained throughout. Yeah, good. I I'd thought it was great, like a six out of ten. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a not baddie. It's a not bad. <laughs> it's a not baddie. See, whatever you like, that's, that's fine. Like. I'm ready to goodie. Uh, 8 out of 10 for me. Ah. A solid mm. 8 out of you 10. 8 it up out of 10. Yes! <laughs> wow, I'm glad we have a comedian on. Kaboom, boom, boom. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm also going to go for a not baddie. Yeah. Wow. There we go. Wow, you guys. This is a goodie for me. I, I love this. I'm film. glad that on my second time round, I can continue the tradition of disrupting the, the false dichotomy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You've yeah. set up in the structure of your podcast. Oh, no, no, I like that. We I should, mean, we, we don't take have... our structure seriously anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's yeah, a, it's yeah. a not... So on the seeds of revolution. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this is a new segment where uh, I have gone mm-hmm. and taken a few choice reviews. Oh my goodness, you've done research for the podcast. Yes, I have done research <laughs> that, for the podcast. That does sound like a new segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's definitely <laughs> new for me. Um, so, uh, I've taken a look and grabbed a few choice ones. Now, I have to say, there was a lot of people who agreed that this was a fairly unjustly criticised mm. film. Like, a lot of people enjoyed that. Where did you get your reviews from? Um, so, the ones I have grabbed for today... Are from Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Specifically the audience. Ah, perfect. Yeah, specifically perfect. the audience. I was because say the critics you don't like... want to get the, the critic yeah. corporate shills <laughs> that have these reviews that are corrupted by the oh, big men. You absolutely. need to get the, yeah. the raw take from from, from the audience. audience. Well, but also the, the critics' quotes are just like quotes from larger reviews anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Which is why I needed those short quote mm-hmm. things. So, the pithy statements. Mm-hmm. How this is going to work Because there's two people on uh-huh. yep. This is going to be even a, a little bit different From what I had intentionally So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read out the review 
and you guys have to guess like a score thing. So right. out of five. Okay. Okay. So rate what for mo- rate for all of these is out of five. <laughs> all right. That sounds fun. Almost never matches up. But yeah. 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 <laughs> Let's yeah. Give it a go. Which is which is the idea. Yeah. yeah so yeah. welcome to the first segment of raving reviews. I'd say it's like a four. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. Is that one a four? Yeah, no, that that's you rating me. Thank you. Um, so. Yep. I'd give that an oldie. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this, this is by yep. uh, reviewer uh, Joel. Yep. This is the most confusing movie I'd seen in my life. Oh. I watched Clue nineteen eighty five, uh-huh. and it was good. It is a good film. <laughs> and I watched this film. one. And I only watched till halfway, and then I was brain dead. <laughs> well, Joel, it sounds like you are brain dead from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What do you guys think he rated this one? Three. I'm one. Go three. Three out of. Uh, this is out of five. Yeah, yeah, out yeah. of five. I'd say one. I okay. because he only watched half of it, and something of yeah, just something about me makes me think that mm. that it's three. Yep. Yeah, I'm going with one because yep. he sounds like he did not like this at all. Yep. Uh, well, you're the winner on this hey. one, Ben. One point to Ben because it's 0. 0.5. Hey. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so oh, you were on I the money there. Could, I didn't know we could go. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Uh, Joel really a, hates this film. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no so give that. So, something about that review said this is the type of person who rates yep. in extremes. Okay. Either yeah, it's yeah. like a half star or a five star. Yeah, okay. You know. Fair enough, fair enough. Cool. Next is by reviewer Knox. It's funny, sure, but that doesn't mean it's good. Oh. <laughs> oh. Just like this podcast. Yes. That sounds like a two and a half. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go for a two. Two. Ah, Sandro wins this oh. one with a two. Oh. So you are a 0.5 off there. Ah, boy. So I guess Sandro wins this one. Nice, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> a movie about these old time radio shows is a great idea. But this movie really sucks. Oh, <laughs> oh Rod. Oh, you, you almost had me. Like, yeah, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had me on edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this film really sucks. If he thinks it sucks, I'm going to go for a one. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. I'm going to... Can I just say one as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I... guys can both be wrong. Um, it's a two from oh, him. We were both closest. Yeah, we yeah, yeah, yeah. My favourite comedy film is 1933's Duck Soup. Oh, good, good choice. I don't, good. Know, I don't know why you're laughing about that. It's, it's that's, the, of, that's the review. Oh, okay. <laughs> now I see. Okay. <laughs> that whole review. <laughs> that whole review. Okay, this film wasn't a Marx Brothers film. Okay. Uh, My wow. favorite comedy film is 1933's Duck, Duck Soup. Soup. Well, I mean, look, Duck Soup is five out of five. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah, uh, very good. I, um, this this sounds like I don't know, like a two, <laughs> like a two and a, a half or something like that. Yeah. I think he went five. I'm going five. <laughs> eh, ben gets this one. It was a two. It was a two. <laughs> Another two. Yeah. And they oh. say criticism is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this was 1994. Maybe it's. Thanks, <laughs> Alex. What a great review. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. My favorite comedy film is a better one, yes. <laughs> a much better one that came out a long time ago. I was amazed at how funny this was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it sounds like a four. Mm-hmm. Three and a half. Three and a half. Ah, Sandra gets this one with a 4.5. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... 4.5 is high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very high for... for... Was okay, okay, hang on. Can I just clarify? Was there an exclamation mark? <laughs> no exclamation okay. mark. Okay. Yes. I would have been with more gusto if well, it was. Well, because the exclamation mark may have... Sw- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But no. It was very, like, bland. Just, like, I was, I was amazed. amazed at how funny this yeah, was. Yeah, that's why I didn't give it, like... Yeah, that. yeah. See, I'm throwing you off with them. I'm throwing no. you off with these pigs. When I remembered that I saw this movie, I threw up in my mouth a little. Oh no! Who's what's the user review? Uh, Joseph. Joseph. Joseph threw up in his mouth. He threw up in his mouth. Joseph with bad How do you think he put that on the poster? Yeah. Um. This sounds like a zero point five. Yeah, I'm going with a half star as well. Ah, you're both right. It's a zero point five from him. Throw up. Not a fan. No. Oh, that's good. And finally. Brian Ben Ben kind of reminds me of Scott Bakula. Yeah, who's uh, from Quantum Leap. 
Yep. They both have a kind of thinnish face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're yeah, both yeah. men. Yes. They, they, they have a bit of, like, the the laughter lines around yeah, the mouth, maybe. you know. I okay. saw it, so, okay. but he's wrong. So Okay, so so we're supposed to say how many <laughs> right. stars... Yes. How many stars do you think he rated it? Of I, I don't know. Brian Ben kind of reminds me of Scott uh, Balker. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> put put out a three point five. Three point five. I'm gonna like two point five, right down the middle. Two point five. Ah, Ben gets this one. He hey. rated this a four. Hey. Yeah, he really likes that fact. <sighs> ah, it seems that Ben is the winner with a grand three points, hey. and Sandro is the loser with two points. Aww. So congratulations Good to job, both of ben. you. Thank you very much. For the first edition of Rave Evening Reviews. If you so like you this go. segment, send us an email and we'll keep doing it. Moving on from that, it's time for our segment. Hey, a sequel to Radio Land Murders. What could it be? Yes. Uh, my idea is TV Land Murders. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, ah, that works funny. as a sequel as well. Cause, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the murderer is... He invented VR. <laughs> And he's oh. angry that all these corporate people... Oh, yeah. He invented oh. VHS. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, yeah, works yeah well. that works. That works as well. <laughs> What's yours? Uh, well, okay. So I I was coming up thinking of, uh, of like... Because mm-hmm. this could... I was like, okay, this could then follow uh, just a normal career as a, a radio mm. pr- production and they've gotten back together and then it's just a relationship drama. Or... Instead, after because because you know you've taken on the uh, the radio to TV element. Yeah. So what about murders to Radio Land Resurrections? Yeah. Oh. Now it's a zombie film where all the people, oh, yeah. all the people that have died during Radio Land <laughs> come murders back. come back to life, and then they've got to kill them all over yeah, again. Yeah. <laughs> Except this time, uh, they've got to deliberately kill them. Exactly. Exactly. While still delivering a radio. Yeah, 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 while delivering yeah. the radio broadcast. That's yeah. great. Oh, it's almost like a radio show at the end of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What an idea, Sandra. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you should tech that show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe you should write it and perform in it. Ah, oh, that sounds like a great idea. Oh. I'm not sure how this film goes exactly, but while they're doing the radio station, there's a military invasion of some sort. Well, this works because if, if this film was set in 1939, this yeah. is like round about the time of World War II. That's yeah, true. yeah, yeah. So, so you could have Nazi bad guys or something like that. It could even be like a road trip film, like the, the Bob Hope and Bing Crosby films. Oh, and yeah, they're, yeah. They're like transporting this... The, ra- radio, the radio station, station and they just have to keep it going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the, on the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would watch two of those. <laughs> yeah, wow. So you wouldn't watch your own film? I wouldn't though. watch my own film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so there we go. Well, that is that is our review of Radioland Murders. Yeah. Uh, we'll wrap it up by saying that if you like the show, we are on every single streaming service for podcasts that you can possibly find. Are you on the SoundCloud? You're on iTunes. We're definitely on are iTunes. Are you on Spotify? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh. Uh, are you on... Um, uh, the RSS feeds. Yep. Cool. <laughs> hey, that's everything. Uh, yeah, that's all the streaming stuff. Except the SoundCloud. Um, we're also on YouTube, which it sometimes works, and sometimes does. On YouTube. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, and if you want to send us feedback, you can do that as well. Oldiebuddygoodypod at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. That is it. Links in the description. Ben, yep. anything you want to plug? Yeah, plug away. Well, I've just done a show. But if you're in Adelaide, Australia, mm. uh, in the month of March, in the year of 2020, uh, yep. please come see my show, uh, The Final Hours Hour, uh, on from the 13th to the... Uh, no, Final the, Hours uh, The Final hour? Hours Hour, like the uh, Or is it an hour? Yeah, it's an hour. Yeah. It's a radio show <laughs> after the end of the world. Um, 3rd to the 15th of March mm-hmm. um, in Wait, Adelaide. Wait, a radio show at the end of the world? Yeah. What a crazy concept. What a concept. Yeah. Um, also, if you live in the city of, of Hobart, Tasmania, Australia, mm-hmm. um, I am doing a show there in January, uh, but I, I don't know when, but it's okay. like early January. Um, you can cool. I, I, you can follow me on, on Facebook at yeah. Ben Volchok uh, and Instagram on, at Ben Volchok and YouTube at Ben Volchok and I'm, I'm seeing on, a pattern here I'm on Twitter at Zomgmouse ah oh, right <laughs> there, and uh, the pattern's gone yeah that's the main ones that I use yeah yeah nice and I sometimes tech your shows so who knows oh yeah yeah that's right who knows you might see you might also see Sandro we've got to see lurking in the shadows we're gonna work that out if 
Members of the cast start dying. It's the sound guy. Yeah. Just so. I did it. <laughs> yes. Um, it's all people who like Time Cop. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I guess that starts with me then. You liked Time Cop? So, next week. Alright. We've got some films for you to choose, Sandro. Okay. Uh, first off, we've got uh, The Road to Wellville. Okay. Uh, it's a uh, comedy about the early days of serial. Okay. And Dr. Kellogg's uh-huh. uh, health retreat. Oh, yeah, because he was really into... Um, yes. Just being healthy. Yes. Not touching himself. Yeah, because yep. he was like some Puritan and he invented cornflakes to stop people from masturbating. Because yes. Because it was like, it was like fiber kills your libido or something. Yeah, yes. something, yeah. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, uh, and Anthony Hopkins plays Dr. Kellogg. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds nice. fun. Yeah. Uh, then we've got uh, Silent Fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, a psychological journey about a young boy who witnesses his parents' murder. Haven't we uh, already... He goes Is around this... the world, he learns Kung Fu, comes <laughs> back to Gotham, <laughs> yeah, that's and, beats up, <laughs> and beats up bad guys. We've had like three mm. films this year in which that's... Yeah basically been the short synopsis is yep. a kid sees his parents get killed and then yeah. it's a psychological thriller yep yikes oh the 90s yeah oh, the 90s anyway we have a squanto yeah squanto 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 and then the, the sequel squanto. of course squanto 3-4 <laughs> or squanto a warrior's tale okay a disney adventure very loosely based on a real narrative okay Great. Yep. <laughs> Good old you, Disney. And. You're trying. And. Stargate. Oh! A Kurt Russell movie. Mm hmm. Uh, they, they kicked off a little, a little unknown TV franchise that some, some sure. people might yeah. have heard of. Blake's Seven. <laughs> yeah, yep. that's the one. I remember that show. Blake's yep. Seven. What was it? Hang on, what was it? Because there was Blake's Seven and there was something Five. Was there? Babylon Five. Babylon Five. Babylon yeah. Five, yeah, yeah. Stargate. I- I like... I'm very on and off with Stargate. Yep. I like moments of SG-1, but I think that show yes. as a whole went on for 10 years too long. The film... I've since seen the film a couple times. Okay? Yeah, that it's is true. Great. We it's have fine. seen it. Yeah, it's good. Mm. Um, probably not the other two. Squanto or Silent Fall don't sound yep. very good. So what you're saying is... <laughs> you want to watch a movie about Dr. Kellogg. Yep, let's go okay, for it. Yep. Let's you know what, it. I'm down for that. Dr. Kellogg, that sounds great. That sounds I very fun. I'm really happy not to be... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that is next week. We wrap it up with our favourite quote from Radio Land Murders. Yes. Oh, you know what? I didn't say one earlier, and I could uh, say that one now. What the hell do you think that star means? You're Jewish? <laughs> Another another one of uh, of Zach's favorite quotes is I could yell fire and call it a night. Yep. <laughs> Good work. Uh, that's what I get for not not choosing a quote. Yep. And mine is it's paprika. Paprika is the secret ingredient in my salad. <laughs> yep. All right, that's fair enough. That's the episode. Yeah. Uh, what a great note to end it on. <laughs> 